Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rob Beckett and Dr. Desmond Barrett, the founders of the Rural Revitalization Network. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to episode 21 of the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your host, Pastor Rob Beckett and myself, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, we want to talk to you about four ways a leader can help the church progress forward after a leadership loss. I think all of us have been in a situation where we have lost a key member of our church and it creates a void and we freeze and we don't know what to do. But imagine that happening in the midst of a crisis. Over this past year, many of us have had people leave us or not come back or stay out of church because they were scared about this virus that's been happening. And all of us have had to adapt to this changing dynamics. And so today we want to talk about four ways that a leader can help the church progress forward in this leadership loss or this leadership void. The first thing we want to talk about is that we have to celebrate the person more than the position. I want to encourage you, Pastor, that when a person steps down that is key in your leadership, maybe they're the head uh, missions president or they're the SDMI chairperson or they're your worship leader or they are a key whatever, you fill in the blank. When that person steps down and they happen to stay in your church or even if they give you one or two or three more Sundays before they're leaving because God has called them to another church. Why not on that last Sunday, celebrate them, not the position, but celebrate them as an individual. We have great opportunities in the church and the Nazarene to give Timothy awards or to uh, give other awards where we could say thank you, a distinguished service award as an example, and to say thank you for the service that you've given. 
you know, maybe they are leaving because uh, they didn't like your leadership or they said, I'm not getting spiritually fed. Maybe they're leaving because they want to be hurtful to you. But instead of uh, getting angry, instead of getting upset, I believe that God wants us to bless them and to encourage them. And what you are doing, Pastor, is that you are showing grace. You are showing Christ to others. Because if it's a difficult departure, people are going to know about it. But if they see you never saying a negative word, if they see you celebrating that position, person and not the position, they're going to say, boy, my pastor is grace-filled and I want to be more like him or her. The second thing is, is we have to be carefully select the next person. I know there's always a, 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 a feeling that we just have to fill the void. We have to get in there and fill the void. And so we stick any warm-blooded person who has a pulse into that position, even if they will hurt the position in the long run. And so we want to encourage you here at the network to spend some time. Don't rush into it. Keep it open. You know, uh, at the beginning of this pandemic in the first six months, I lost my worship leader, a board member, the children's director stepped down and the youth pastor moved away. That could have been a crisis in the church. Instead, we saw it as a Christ moment to step back, to reevaluate every single position and to decide how we were going to move forward. And when I say we, it was me and the church leadership, the church board. And so what we decided to do is that we we decided we would leave the vacant seat on the board open. We weren't going to fill it with anyone until the next church election. We had decided that instead of a one worship person leading us, we were going to have the group decide, meaning the others that were part of the worship team. And let me tell you, the spirit of God has descended on this place since that moment. I just believe it was a God moment. When the children's director stepped down, it took two, three months of of some difficult Sundays. But, oh, God sent us a wonderful leader who is taking it to new heights. And I still celebrate the children's leader that's still in the church. We still celebrate this individual because for their season, they did a great job. And now for the new season, the new person is doing it. And then the youth pastor, we took nearly a year, a year of, of sitting back. Did it hurt our youth program? Absolutely. We, we, we lost more than 75% of our youth, but we just didn't want to stick anybody in there. And my goodness, in the last couple of weeks, we've hired a new youth pastor and boy, the youth have come back and the youth group is already growing even in the midst of a pandemic. So let me encourage you to carefully select the next person.
The third of the four ways that a leader can help the church progress forward after a leadership loss is to create opportunities to serve. Many of us have individuals in our church that have been serving in their position a very long time. Maybe they've been that Sunday school superintendent for three decades. Maybe they've been the greeter for the last five years in your particular church. Why don't you create opportunities? Find opportunities around your church. Develop a a, a new way to look at your church and begin to plug people in. As Pastor Rob said, you don't want to plug everybody in, but you meaning that you don't want to plug someone in who does not have the right gifts for that particular position. But I do believe that people want to serve, especially this new generation. You want younger people and younger families to become part of your church. They want to feel connected. If they don't feel connected, they'll go to the next church and the next church until they finally feel like they are a part of something greater than themselves. And so let me encourage you, don't uh, forget about the new guests that come in. Let's get them plugged in. They don't have to be teaching Sunday school, but they can become a greeter. They can become an usher. They can become someone who serves the coffee. You have frontline positions that people are wanting to serve in, but they're just looking for somebody to ask them. Absolutely. I think that's a terrific example. The fourth thing is, is confidently project future forward momentum. Confidently project future forward momentum. You know, I I, I think back to a year ago about this time when things, uh, the wheels started coming off the bus, as they say, 
when, when people started exiting and running for the exits as the pandemic was pressing upon our church. We were in the midst of a financial crisis. We carry a huge debt load at our church. And so there's a certain amount uh, of offering that we need on a weekly basis that wasn't coming in. Of course, these leaders were abandoning ship and uh, it was a crisis moment, but we stood in Christ and we weren't going to allow the distraction of a pandemic or even people leaving positions to harm the work of Christ. Now, a year later, we can see the Lord moving in a powerful way and things are, are coming back up. It's slowly but surely, uh, but we're heading in the right direction. But no time during that crisis moment did I stand up there or send out a text message or uh, uh, a Zoom call and say, oh, woe is me as the church. All I kept on saying as the church leader is God has it. God sees it. God's going to provide. Let's move forward. And I got to tell you, I got pushback from people who were the negative Nellies, who were the Eeyores in the church, the ones who said, oh, woe is me. Things are terrible. And I had to continue to encourage their spirit and continue to press forward. And did I have doubts? Did I have uh, uh, moments where I thought, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? Of course. But I, I spoke to the Lord about them. I didn't go to anyone else. I didn't cry about spilled milk. I kept on saying, God, you are a God of favor. You are a God who's going to provide. You are a God of promises. And I kept on believing and declaring because God has called you for this season in the life of the church. He didn't say it would be easy. But he did say he would be with you every step of the way. And so, my friends, I want you to encourage you. If you're not someone who's normally a positive projecting pastor, let me encourage you to, to become one. Because your people need hope in this time of crises. They need to know that they can stand on the promises of God. And yes, there's a whole book on lamenting. And there's a there, there's a, another book with, with Job and, and 42 chapters of, oh, woe is me. But even in the end, there is celebration. So why not begin that celebration today by confidently projecting what God is doing in your midst, even in the times of crises?
Well, I got it. I got to praise God. <laughs> praise God. I, I will tell you, every week we go through that every week at our church. Uh, so thank God that the, the good people of your church are, are picking it up. And one point that I want to hit back on that I think you did a tremendous job in laying it out and encouraging us is that during your pastor's report at your district assembly, you talked positively. That's the one pet peeve that I have. And maybe this could be the fifth thing that that uh, uh, ways a leader can help the church progress forward after loss is that don't talk about the negative, talk about the positive. There is some positive story that you can get up at district assembly and share. Don't say, oh, we didn't pay our budgets. Oh, we didn't do this. Don't be the Eeyore. God has called you to be a tigger. He's called you to have energy and passion to move forward. And so, my friends, the four ways leaders can help the church progress forward after leadership loss is to celebrate the person more than the position. Two, you have to be carefully select the next person. Don't rush into it. And four or three, create opportunities to serve. More opportunities for more people to get involved, especially those millennial generation. And then the fourth of the four ways a leader can help the church progress forward after a leadership loss is confidently project future forward momentum. Amen. As always, our friends, we want to thank you for joining us today on the Rural Revitalization Network podcast. If you are a pastor or staff person and are in need of coaching and support, let me encourage you to join our network by going over to our Facebook page at Rural Revitalization Network. Why don't you tell a friend? Why don't you like this podcast? Why don't you rate this podcast? Why don't you share this podcast with other people so they can become part of the network? And also go to our website at rural-revitalization.network. Until next week, friends, from Pastor Rob and myself, remember you are doing better than you realize. Have a great week.